0: And here, are the results of the 2020 St. Ronan's Animal Presidential Election. We have some early results in. In the Otters class, Basil, six. Rocket, seven. Squirrels, Basil, nine. Rocket, six. Foxes, Basil, four. Rocket, eight. Oh, There's someone at the door. It's Mr Bright.
1: Hello. Hello, Richie. Richie, um, more votes just been counted. The nursery. um, Our youngest voters. Basil, seven. Rocket, 19.
0: Oh, my goodness. That is beginning to throw the election into the melting pot yet again, I think, Mr Bright. Uh, And have you got the other results for us?
1: Richie, the Class 3s only voted late in the afternoon and we still need to tally up their votes. The borders last night we were counting um, a lot and all we're going to say for the moment is 153, 151. But this election is far from over.
0: Yes. And uh, what do we think about those late votes from Class 3? Are they going to be counted?
1: Absolutely. These are legal votes. Class three children do have a right to vote. It was mm. on election day. There, there's nothing wrong with their votes. We just need a bit more time. Please, can we be calm and patient? We need to count every vote.
0: Yes, it's important. Every vote does matter in the democracy, doesn't it? And uh, I hear there was also the possibility of one of those challenges to the Supreme Court.
1: Well, Basil sits firmly on the... Uh, not Basil... Um, Bramble. Bramble. Yeah, well, Basil or Bramble. One of them is (laughs) on the Supreme Court. How did they get there? We don't know. But um, it all comes down to Bramble at the end of the day. If there is any contentious issues, any disputes, Chief Justice Bramble will make a decision.
0: Yes, I hear there are one or two contentious uh, moments, perhaps for Shell, going on there. So um, do we expect the result in today's broadcast?
1: No, no election. The counters are working hard to get there. We're going to have to be patient. This is going to probably go on over the weekend. Class three votes must be counted.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, Mr. Bright. We will have some stirring freedom music uh, from Dr. Force. And we'll speak to you again next week when we know the final result. Well, we've come away from election news uh, just for a minute or two to get our briefing of the week from Mr Andrew. Mr Andrew, how are you? I'm very well, Richie. How are you? I'm very well. I've come to make sure the microphone's a bit closer to you because apparently you mumble a lot.
2: (laughs) I do tend to do that a few times. (laughs) Uh, Oh
0: dear. I'm not sure this is helping. Uh, What have you got for us to look out for this week?
2: Guys, I just want to say how I've just come in from uh, our minute silence out there. Uh, I just want to say how good you've been. I thought that was brilliant, and uh, good to reflect on uh, defending our democracy and reflecting back on all those that sacrificed their lives so we could have the democracy we had. And uh, talking about that, looking forward to the result of uh, the uh, election between Basil and Rocket on Monday. Richie, who did you vote for?
0: Well. You know, it is a secret ballot, so you're supposed to be able to keep it secret. But I am going to tell you, in the video, I said I was going to vote for Basil. But actually, having come across him laughing at some girls as they attempted to play hockey, uh, I thought that maybe there was a bit of a dark side. So I actually listened to both pitches and I went with Rocket in the end.
2: Oh, I totally agree. Actually, Basil has a little cheeky side with that laugh around school. But uh, I must admit, now the vote's been cast, I can say I voted for Basil uh, just because he's always there. He's always around. And uh, it's good to see his face around uh, whilst uh, Rocket is sometimes kind of hidden from view. Mm,
0: Maybe, maybe. So what have we got coming up this week aside from the election?
2: looking ahead to Friday guys your fortnights are out this Friday so your tutor session at the end of the day will be going through uh, your fortnights so good luck there Uh, and uh, looking ahead to next week the big thing next week is exams uh, for most of the year groups so I hope you can spend a little bit time over the weekend revising uh, as is the way to tell you about the weather it's going to be raining over the weekend so a perfect opportunity to uh, do a little bit of revision in preparation for your exams next week
0: brilliant okay thank you very much Mr Andrew we'll speak to you soon
2: Brilliant. I'll see you then,
3: Richard. Bye. Good morning, everybody. As I sit down and record this little thought for the day today which will be Thursday the 12th of November most likely it's actually still the 11th of November and many of you will know that today is actually Armistice Day and today we will have seen many people wearing their red poppies possibly for the last time this year because the tradition is that uh, after Armistice Day your red poppy gets taken off and put either recycled or gets put on a memorial to think about those who have fallen in war. Now 11th of November is also a saint's day and some of you will know if you've listened to some of my chapels before and my thoughts for. are quite like saints. I think we can learn quite a lot from them. We don't always know a huge amount about them. But today is the saint's day of Saint Martin. Now Saint Martin uh, is quite quite famous in the calendar of saints because he became a Christian when he was about 10 years old. Growing up in the Roman Empire and actually it was his path to go and join the army following his father into service of the emperor. Now he did this for a while and like many young people he quite enjoyed the adventure that that brought. But then one day he was riding his horse through a town when he encountered a very very sort of poor and old beggar who was sitting and visibly freezing. And Martin thought, here I am, sitting on my horse as a very fine Roman officer, wearing this amazing warm cloak. But it's quite a big cloak, and I don't need it all. And apparently, according to the story, he got his cloak, tore it in half, and gave half to the beggar. Later that night, Martin, by this time warmly tucked up in bed, had a dream or a vision, in which he saw Jesus coming to him and saying, Martin... You have done a great thing for me. You have kept me warm by giving me a cloak. And Martin scratched his head and thought, what do you mean I gave you a cloak? Oh, you mean that poor freezing beggar. And you may remember last week um, in my talk on chapel, I, I, I left us with the thought that do things to other people as you would like them to do things to you. In other words, if you want to be, you know, be nice to people, you know, and share, because it was just very, very important. So Martin was very touched by this and as, his, as time went on he found it a little bit more difficult to um, to go into, uh, into battles in the army because he thought it was actually conflicting with what he believed in. He believed in peace and sharing and he thought that he wanted to do things in a different way. But the, uh, the, the, his superiors in the army said, hang on a minute, Martin, you are a soldier and I'm afraid you've got to go in uh, with a sword and a spear and into battle. But Martin said, but I can't. I believe that's wrong. And some of you who know your history might know that people who say that they're not going to do things like that became known, particularly in the First World War and Second World War, as conscientious objectors. And these were people who were able to go on and actually still do a lot of things in order to help many people. A lot became medics and stretcher bearers and indeed sort of help, helped on farms to keep uh, the country fed during times of difficulty. So Martin's superiors came up with a deal. They said, Martin, you can go into battle, but you just don't take anything. You don't have to carry a weapon, but you've still got to go into battle. OK, Martin said, well, if that's the only deal open to me, that's what I'll do. And, you know, apparently, according to the story, he went into his next battle, uh, but there was no fighting. And everybody actually decided to go home instead. And so made people think, actually, maybe sometimes we don't always need to fight to solve our problems. Now, in addition to talking about St. Martin and his kindness and his act of kindness, but also introducing the word, the word conscientious objector, people who don't believe in fighting, some people may have noticed over the remembrance period that, not in addition to red poppies, some people wear white. And these are people who are remembering, particularly those who refused to take up weapons in the struggles of the war, but actually wanted to help in another way, these conscientious objectors I mentioned. So there's quite a lot tied up in the 11th and November as we go into the 12th. We can think about how is it that we can help solve solutions, solve problems and look for solutions, as particularly when people are disagreeing amongst one another. What can we do to help and what can we do to be kind? Anyway, have a good end of the week and work hard.
0: So we are left in suspense. Will it be Basil? Will it be Rocket? Will we have to go to Bramble to find out at the Supreme Court? I think we're going to have to wait until next week to hear the results of the election, people. Some of you have exams next week. Don't forget to check, check that you've turned over one page at once. Check your answers. Check you haven't divided when you're supposed to be adding. Check you've put in capital letters and full stops. You all know that kind of thing. I know you do. But every year there are a few people uh, who score fewer marks than they should do because they haven't paid attention to those details. Until we speak again next week, and hopefully find out if it's President Basil or President Rocket. Go well. Speak soon.